Welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. Happy New Year. It is 2024. I still have the same ratchet ass producer James here. Wow. You know, I'm hoping maybe one day I'll make it big and I'll get to get like a real producer. You mean like a like a puffy or a Timberland or And that's exactly why you're not <laughs> a real producer because of things such as that. Right there, you know what I mean? So, Happy New Year, everyone. We survived 2023. Barely. Uh, We did good. I did not get as sick as I normally (laughs) do during the year. Uh, We did not have as many hospital trips, trips to the ER. Not as many surgeries. We started off the year with a surgery. Had one. Yes, one surgery. We kept it to a minimum. Mm-hmm. So, hey, we're doing pretty good. That's a, that's good. Let's keep it flowing. The only surgery that I want this year is like a boob job, a tummy tuck, a little bit of lipo, you know, mm. skin removal. I want that. Just some touch-ups. Just some touch-ups, yeah. Yeah. All of the, what is it called? Elective surgeries. Oh, electives. Yes, 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 maintenance surgeries. So, uh, last night we were kind of talking, and I don't know how we got on the subject of personal space i feel like certain things that we do are to be done solo like things that other people find to be romantic or sexy for example producer james was like well what do you think about two people taking a shower together it's you know i'm like why are we running late for an event that we both have to be at where we have to get in this shower together no Fun fact, y'all. Keisha just takes the sexy out of so many things. I just don't. When I get in the shower, I'm getting in there. I'm trying not to sweat out my hair bundles, number one. (laughs) I don't do these Hollywood showers where you're in there singing. Producer James goes in there like he's on a mic and he's singing songs and doing choreography and all of that. I get in there, wash, lather, rinse, and I'm done. (laughs) I take like literally a five-minute shower and that's it. And you can't get your head wet. No, I I have on a shower cap. Okay. So that takes the sexiness out of having a shower with a person (laughs) as well. It's a huge shower cap. I mean, I wear a shower cap. I just, I don't feel like I need to see anyone washing their balls and no one needs to see me washing my ass. See, and then I asked her, well, but what about the idea of somebody just serving you, just soaping you, cleaning you, you know, almost worshiping you? No, God gave me two hands. He gave me one hand for the bar of soap and the other hand to lather it up. I don't need someone to, why? Why? The only time that I could see someone giving me a bath is if I became a quadriplegic and I couldn't do it myself. And, and even I, then, you'd probably bitch about it. I would probably bitch and moan and groan the whole time about it, but I, I don't, I don't think that's cute. I don't, I don't find it to be sexy, romantic. Why do I want to take a bath with another person? So we started with shower. Then I asked about a bath, and here's what I got for a bath. Okay. Go ahead. I, why do I want to marinate in someone's ball juice, <laughs> toe fungus, possible yeast infection? That rash on your arm is in here marinating. We're fucking, we're creating a human quarantine soup in here. We're souping each other. That's See, disgusting to me. It like that, it, it does sound gross and it sounds like a terrible idea. Because it is. I mean, everything that you can ask me has an answer to it. What if you need someone to wash your back? 
That's why they have back washers. They have back scratchers for that. Like they, have they sticks. They, and get, they give you everything that you need so that it's you don't need another person. They even do things now that you could be one-handed and still give yourself a shower without needing help. Okay? I, I just I don't I don't I don't get it. But a lot of people think I'm wrong. I don't do hot tubs. No. You no. that is when I see groups of people in that's a hot tub. That's just boiling. That's just boiling human soup. I, it's disgusting to me. I'm just thinking that they are sharing venereal diseases when I see that. I just, I don't like that. I think it's just. You can't find the sexy in any of it at all? I find very little sexiness in anything. <laughs> I really don't. That's I, another fun fact. No, I don't like lingerie. is stupid to me. Yep. I'm like, why am I wearing something that's itching my back? Because it's all lacy and shit. <laughs> Why is this stuff up my ass just to come yeah. off in a few minutes? Yeah, like I have a pair of jeans that I absolutely <laughs> have to wear a G-string with. But y'all know I'm a hefty girl, so I had to get a G-string with a little bit of uh, s stomach support in the front. That's not easy to find, okay? And I thought you were wearing it backwards. <laughs> no, 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 no. I still need that tummy control. G-string at all, I need the tummy control. And it takes me about 20 to 30 minutes to get used to the fact because I still keep picking it out and I'm like, okay, no, it's supposed to be there. So, and, and I will say after I get over it and I start like moving around and doing things, I do forget that, you know, there's something up my ass that shouldn't be there. <laughs> I just, I don't find things to be sexy. Yep. I don't, do you even ever like hear me say a person is sexy? No. I'll say a person is really cute. A person yep. is handsome. I find that person attractive. But you no. never, yeah, you never really say things like I've heard other people say, "Ooh, I gotta have him," or "Ooh, if you know, I." If, you, you don't really talk about people. I don't have context. to have no man. I just need a man's paycheck. <laughs> that is it. I was listening to this lady. Um, she's on TikTok, and it, guys, I'm gonna warn you now. I've had a really bad cold, so I will be sniffing. I, I, I can't do like I do when I'm on Pink Shade. I can take breaks and hit mute when Mary Payne's talking. This is just all me talking, so I apologize now. There's absolutely nothing I can do about it, but I'm trying my best. And if it gets on your nerves, just, I don't know, fucking turn it off. I don't, I, just turn <laughs> off the podcast. This is live and real. This is live and real. So uh, what was I going to say? Lady on TikTok. Okay, so she gives, like, advice. And I found something that she said to be hilarious. This person asked her, well, what if you find out that your man is cheating on you? She goes, what the fuck that got to do with me? <laughs> is the check still coming to the house? Is the house knows, has the house knows paid, note paid or the bills paid? Am I still driving the car that I want to drive? It's one less job I have to do. Just don't bring that shit to the house. And then she said, he needs to be worried about if I'm cheating. So I, what I told producer James was, so all of a sudden, if I start taking baths with you, I start, you know, let's go get couple massages. Let's take a shower together. I'm absolutely 100% cheating on you. You're making up for I'm something. I'm making up for something. I, I, I done did wrong. I let that man, other man do me raw. I'm coming home. I need to take a bath anyway, so we might as well just do it together. Might as well just soup it up together. We'll just soup it up together. Yeah, but none of that. And, and people probably think I'm weird. I'm just not romantic. We've talked about this several mm -hmm. times before. I I don't know. The holidays, people really feel the need to be romantic. Like, I don't even really want a guy to propose to me on Christmas. Mm. So... Yeah. Two ways you're trying to steal attention. First, you're trying to steal attention away from Christ and his birthday. It's his birthday. 
it's his birthday. You only turn one billion and one once. This is one million and billionth birthday today. Why are you? What? You can create our own special day. Like I would not want that. Like I don't even think kids should be born on um, Christmas. I, I think that's just wrong. Yeah, you hate piggybacking off of other holidays. I really don't. I, I I don't like that. Like a holiday is a special day for that person. You know what I mean? Easter. That's the resurrection of Christ. You don't see other people rising from the dead. That's his day. That's his celebration. You know why? Because that's why it's a holiday. Because <laughs> it is his day. He did something fantastical. So that's why we celebrate it. All right? Um, so, yeah. And, and if you find yourself to rock in the same boat as I do, send me a message. So I'll see that I'm not alone in this theory. No, you're not alone. I've, I've heard other people talk about that. Usually dudes. So you know, for me, it's like being married to a dude. I had ways. a lot of masculine qualities about myself. You kind of do, especially with like, yeah, especially with um, uh, sensitivity and, and affection and things like that. Sensitivity and affection is for babies and animals. And bitches. And bitches. Oh, yeah. You could usually call me a bitch when I'm being sensitive or being affectionate. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's just so, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, schedule a therapy session because you have hugged me. 17 times in one day <laughs> yesterday i was i was extra huggy <laughs> she literally called me out like that's the seventh hug today james that's enough yeah why would a person ever need to hug someone not on their deathbed seven times <laughs> even then it might be too much I, ooh, I, even on my deathbed i would be like is this the last one this needs to be the last one now i'm not i'm about, saying I'm not, it's, the last, I, it's one. the last one even if i live a few more days this needs to be the last hug so i was looking at um people magazine and the weirdest thing came i know actually i saw it on reddit but i think they featured it in um people magazine like they ran the story or something so this lady her sister is getting married, and I can't remember if the other, their sister, so the girl that is the subject, I think she is either the younger or the older sister. I can't remember. So her other sister's getting married. The other girl has some kind of disease, I don't know if it's alopecia or whatever, where she's been bald-headed for like the last, either she's been bald-headed for the last 10 years or since she was 10 years old. Either oh. way, it's a fucking long time to get over someone being bald. Right. So she immediately said that, you know, at first she had a lot of difficulties with it. She would wear wigs, you know, you know, different kind of wigs, you know, um, just because she wasn't confident in herself. And then as the years went on, she started wearing the wigs less and less and less. So she just finally said a few years ago, fuck it, I'm just going to go bald. Yeah. And she likes how she looks or whatever. So for her sister's wedding, her sister has requested that she wear a wig <laughs> to the funeral. To the wedding or funeral? Oh, I'm sorry, to the oh, funeral. It would have been a funeral for our relationship with sisters if she were to ask me that. <laughs> that would have been a death to our sisterhood. Wow. But she has said that I want you to wear a wig to the wedding. Wow. And so the sister declined. And after she declined, her sister asked her again, I need you, I want you to wear a wig to the wedding. First of all, bitch, it's your wedding. If any motherfucker is looking at the bald-headed chick, that means you ain't doing what you're supposed to be doing in that dress. 
That's how I see it. Because if a motherfucker is not looking at me and they looking at the bald headed bitch, I'm gonna be like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> All eyes should be on me. Like how rude and insensitive is that? And I, I'm even saying that's insensitive and that's saying a lot. Yeah, that's that seems very insensitive. I mean, I would, as her sister, I would go completely bald headed or not go at all. But even on my ball, no, here, this is what I would do. On my ball head, I would write, fuck you, congratulations. <laughs> that way, technically, it's not a ball head. It's a little bit covered. It's covered in paint or Sharpie or something like that. I think it'd, it'd, be, it'd be one thing if she, like, you know, did a Britney Spears, like, a week before the wedding and just shaved her head. Oh, yeah, or someone yeah. who had alopecia patches. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Right. I'd be like, well, oh, pick pick one. You either gonna have hair or you're not gonna have hair in my wedding. But I need shit. you to do one or the other because you cannot be walking down the aisle in your bridesmaid's dress with your flowers looking like a mangy dog. You cannot do <laughs> now that I would affect I would fuck with her a little bit on that. But she's had it for a while. Yeah, I mean, whatever she, it is. Yeah, that's, that's, that's plenty that's enough time. Her. Yeah. Yeah, I just I don't why do you think that her being bald headed would draw that much attention? Is that an insecurity on the sister's part? I think she just doesn't want her pictures ruined. Shit, don't have her in the fucking pictures. <laughs> I just, you know. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. When you think about people that take, like, the big pictures at their wedding, there's always going to be someone who fucks it up. There's going to be a fat, out-of-shape bridesmaid who has <laughs> stuffed herself inside the the bridesmaid dress that all the skinny girls are wearing. You're going to have that one dude that's balding but still got the hair on the side. Mm -hmm. You're going to have someone's fucking kid smiling who's snaggletooth. There's always going to be someone, or you're going to have someone's great-grandma hump, humpbacked over with a, a fucking walker in the picture. There's always something, like, it's There's almost no like a requirement. There's, There's no, no perfect, perfect family. family photo. And here's the thing, like, if it's, you know, if, it, if, if it's her sister, you know that everyone knows her. And this shouldn't be, exactly. it's, it's not a new thing. No, everyone has seen this bald-headed bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Why have you not gotten over it? I I, yeah. I, I, I don't get it. I, 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 first of all, where's the mom in this situation? Because if that were like me and my siblings and my mom heard that one of us did that, we would get cussed the fuck out. Oh, yeah. Like, your sister gonna be in this goddamn wedding. Everybody would have to be bald. Like she'd make everybody shave their head. Yeah. Okay, if this picture is gonna be bald, we all gonna be bald. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they could have done that. They could have actually done a picture where sure. everyone wore a ball cap. Yeah. That would have been pretty fucking funny. It would be. So I'm, I'm hoping that she goes to Reddit to update everyone on whatever decision was made with that, cause I'm nosy and I want to know. Anywho, if you are a friend of the Libra Lounge, you know what time it is. It is time for the gab. We know. She has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true, too. Let's gossip the gab with Keisha. All right. I have to say that, surprisingly, a lot of people haven't been acting super crazy in the world of celebrity. Really? Not really. I mean, they're kind of doing some of the same old shit. The Kardashians, plastic surgery, Kanye West. I mean, Kanye had his bride, like, walking through one of the fancy hotels in Vegas barefooted. And she has, like, extremely large breasts. And she had on a bikini top that just covered her nipples. Yeah, she was just wearing strings. Yeah, and it, it like, like, literally had her boobs, like, it looked like it was something to have them, like, it. 
in two, like each boob was made into two, <laughs> yeah. like two boobs. Yeah. It was a very, very weird thing. But I mean, people kept talking about the top. I'm like, it's the fact this bitch is in Las Vegas with no shoes. What are you, homeless? Like, do you know how dirty Las Vegas is? You don't want to walk bare. I don't care how fancy the fucking hotel is. It's still Las Vegas. It's gross. To... So, yeah, no one has been just acting super weird. But you know what's super fucking weird? Is Gypsy Rose Blanchard finally got released from prison. You know, she's the girl that we've seen every single documentary out about it. We've seen every Lifetime Hulu made for television. Uh, what, what do you call it? Re... What do you call it? Dramatization. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. We've seen all of those. This is the case of the girl whose mother had Munchausen, Munchausen's disease. Munchausen syndrome by proxy. By proxy. Yes, yes, yes. Basically means that her mom would make her daughter sick or appear to be sick because it brought attention to her. And so we all know that Gypsy Rose met a guy on the interweb, started a relationship with him, and talked him into coming and killing her mom. And they got caught. He's serving life in prison. She's got a 10-year sentence. I want to say she served eight. Yeah, I think so. But the thing about this is everyone's trying to make this like a thing. Gypsy's free. Oh, man, I wonder what Gypsy's doing. I don't know. Probably at her parole officers trying to figure out, can she leave the goddamn state or not? And he's like, Gypsy's my girl. I want to have lunch with Gypsy. What? I, I don't want to be anywhere near Gypsy Rose. Can you imagine you're somewhere with Gypsy Rose and you give her the side eye and she fucking gets someone across the street to come and fucking shoot you in the back? I mean, to me, that is, why are we trying to make this person a celebrity? Because she technically, I, I, I think people get so wrapped up in the hoopla and they get excited that someone's being released from prison. Yeah. I don't know. Black people, we're used to someone in our family always getting released <laughs> from prison. So it's no big thing. We just throw like a cookout and you're on your way. We all had R. Kelly and Chris Brown. I, yeah. So, yeah. so <laughs> yeah. this is like, okay, this weird face white girl is fucking being released from prison. But she also did. Kill that's, her mother. That's the thing. It's like people want to focus on the, the fact she was a victim of her mom. That is true. but And we like she, to see a victim win. We do. But she also got someone to kill her mother. Yeah. She's where, a fucking, you know, she's an accomplice to a murder. Yeah. It was totally her idea. And to me, just the way that she, hey, I want you to come rescue me. Come break into my house or I'll let you in my house. But instead of killing my mom, maybe, I don't know, you can take me to the police station. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we can stand up and walk out of here. Walk, since I, know, since I, I walk. know I can walk. I don't know. We can even run to the police station and report this crime. So to me, that lets you know that there's something still not quite right with her. Right. So right now she's making all the rounds. She's on all the Good Morning Americas, all the morning uh, television shows, interview shows. She's got her TikTok page up. Everyone wants, you know, she's created her Instagram page. Oh, of course. With so fucking, she's with her fucking turtle face. Yeah, man, she she's like got a, a fucking turtle. honker on she her. She looks like a cartoon turtle. So whenever I'm the type of person that I feel like if you have any level of celebrity to you, even if it's from like 
trashy reality TV show, if there's something wrong about you, I automatically feel that it is a disservice if someone doesn't reach out to you and say, let me do this for you for free. <laughs> I, I, I do. Why are they letting this girl walk around with a parrot's nose? <laughs> it, it is a full on, that is the nose of a parrot that she's walking around in. She's got itty bitty eyes. She's fucking got the, the bad little, bad little fucking kid silver caps on the majority of her teeth. <laughs> To me, I'm not doing an interview and see y'all find somebody to help me fix all this shit for free. <laughs> then we can talk. I'll let you know everything, okay? Which she did drop a couple of bombshells, which I was watching on TikTok. I'm one of those people that I will watch a whole movie through TikTok Reels. <laughs> I'll sit there for probably the same amount of time that I could have watched the movie, but I'll just watch them in clips on TikTok. It's just, I, I don't know, it's something fascinating to me about it. So she did her latest interview. She did, uh, no, it's actually a documentary for Lifetime, and it's like her prison interview. And so they're interviewing different people from her family, some people they've interviewed before, some of them that they they haven't. But one of the people they interviewed was her grandfather, who was her mom, uh, Didi's dad. So there was a point in time that I can't remember if Didi, like, lost her mind or was in jail or something like that. But it was a short point in time where Gypsy Rose had to live with her grandfather and her step-grandmother, right? Oh, yeah. So they had talked about, you know, that they had a great relationship. She really loved her grandfather. And then she's just like, all of a sudden, something changed. He started taking me in his woodwork shop, which that's always a sign right there. <laughs> when there's a woodworking shop. When there's yeah. a woodworking shop. Hey, wait a minute. Wait, hey, hang on. I would work. And you, and you invite the little girl. The well, little... it's a it's a problem if the sh- if the shack is like away from the house. Yeah, <laughs> it's in the yeah. garage. It's not so bad, but if it's like out in the back of the property, we're that's just a problem. children. Just should not be. Yeah. You just always kind of mm, that's not good. <laughs> so then it's revealed to us by Gypsy that her grandfather started molesting her. Mm-hmm. She started saying that he would make her touch him, then he would touch her, and blah, 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 blah. Now, picture this. It's this old fucking man from Louisiana who was born a fucking hillbilly and never achieved anything beyond being a hillbilly in his life, okay? So he's You're not making a good case for him. (laughs) No, I'm, I'm just telling it like it is. So now here's the fucked up part. He's doing the interviews. He has no idea (laughs) that this girl has told the same people that are interviewing him that he sexually molested her. (laughs) So here he is telling all these great stories. And and he was doing a good interview. He was like, look, we knew there was nothing wrong with Gypsy Rose. Whenever she would spend time with us, we would let her walk. We would let her eat. We we would let her play. All these things. Yeah, because you fucking wanted her to walk to the woodworking shop so you could molest her. (laughs) So so what was he? Did they, like, break this to him? Yes, they did. Oh, shit. They're like, so it's been real. So when you touch her? Uh, What? He was, they were like, so it's been, you know, Gypsy has alleged <laughs> that Christ. you sexually molested her. Huh? <laughs> Will she say? Because he's got that Louisiana and Louisiana say accent. What? Say what now? Who said who say what now? Um, what? No, no. That never happened. No, no, no. She touched what? me. Well, she touched me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> she touched Man, me. Twist. I told her, no, don't do that. But she touched me. 
that's still a form of molestation. It's also not good. When the child touches you and you let her keep doing it, that's sexual assault. If you tell her to stop, you know, that's okay. But how about stop taking her to the Woodworth shop where you know she's going to try to touch your penis? <laughs> she's not. She's obviously not helping you with your rip cuts or anything like that. No, and I feel like the first time that she, she I mean, in quotes, she touched him, he should have said, that's not where Boudin come from. <laughs> <laughs> that's the wrong undoing, girl. <laughs> so she's, uh, she's really feeling herself on these interviews, okay? I'm sure. She's feeling herself. Like, granted, she, it was sad when she said the first time that she was actually happy and she felt free was her, the happiest day of her life was when her first day in prison. Because during this interview, she's still in prison. She's getting ready to be released. And I was like, damn. But when you think about it, she's kind of right. She goes, yeah, I've got rules and regulations, but I can make choices and, you know, things like this. She's freer in prison than she was ever in life. Exactly, with her mom. Yeah. So now she's released. She's feeling herself. Um, she thinks she's ordered, you know, everything from Sheen to wear to these interviews and she thinks she's real fucking rock and roll. Now that like, look, I will wear something from Sheen in a minute, but I'm not going to have a whole wardrobe from Sheen. So, you know, she's getting hair and makeup done. And you know, while she was in prison, we learn about one guy that she dated that didn't work out. She, this just shows you how crazy people are. People. Oh, that person killed her mom. I bet she bet she'd make a good baby mama. <laughs> so they start writing her in prison and they want to become her boyfriend, uh, her sugar daddy, her husband. So she winds up meeting this fucking goof troop of a dude. <laughs> I mean, 10 beer bellies. He looks like maybe her dad had a kid with another woman and that's him. They're half siblings. <laughs> He's got a hunk of a nose and just really, he looked like he peaked in third grade. Okay. He's got... <laughs> Nothing cool about him, but this is the person that she decided to marry. They seem pretty happy. So they got married when she was in prison? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, they're having their life for the first time as a real couple. And so in one of the interviews, um, one of, which was stupid for the interviewer, interviewer, interviewee to ask, but she's like, so Ryan, have you been getting any female attention, you know, since you married Gypsy Road? And Gypsy's like, yeah, I see the messages coming through, and I just do block with her French manicured finger. I just do block. And I'm like, girl, anybody that is trying to talk to him is half blind in their left eye because he, you are the only person who wants him, and y'all are probably she's going to leave this man in a year. Okay. I give it a year, okay? Sure. So I guess some people started hating on him, probably because he looks fucking weird. I don't know. And she's like, people are just hating on him because of the D, because the D is so good. Uh, okay. So the only thing in my head that I can envision about his dick is the fact that he has to pick up his fucking spare tire, lift it up so you can even fucking see the D. Like, really? What is going on? Why are we making t-shirts with this girl's fucking face on it? Why are we making her a celebrity? We need to make sure this bitch is fucking on parole, going to all the classes she needs to, and is in intense fucking therapy. And she needs to get with a speech coach because she has no bass in her voice at all. Like, who can that? Well, you know, the next thing, next thing is she'll be pregnant. And we'll have to watch that whole, she's going to have a reality show. I promise you that. She's going to have her own fucking reality show on Wii. And you know, 
and you're going to you watch know it. me. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to get the updates every other week or so? That is yeah. right up my alley. But there's just something to me that's not likable about her. Yeah, she's a fucking mutterer. How about let's start there? Yeah, that might be it. Yeah, maybe yeah. so. That might the fact be it that right she there. Killed her she parent. killed her mom. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's about all I need to hate her. I would feel more like I do feel sorry for her for what she went through. Totally, one hundred percent. This girl had to go. She went through surgeries. I mean, it was it, I, it was bad. It, it was, was bad. really bad. And it also terrible. tells says a lot about the medical system too. That this woman was so able to easily manipulate doctors into performing these surgeries, believing these fake ailments that this girl had. You know, she's like she said, she said, I've got scars that I have to live with for the rest of my life because of the lies that my mom told. Yeah, that that syndrome is a fucking wacky one um, for sure. But, you know, her mom used to be in pageants. And I tell you what, <laughs> one thing that a, per, a woman who used to be in pageants with. She does not want to have an ugly child. And nope. Gypsy Rose was pretty fucking ugly. I'm not <laughs> even trying to be mean, but she was not an attractive. I mean, she came out looking like a bird. She came out looking like a buzzard, like a uh, a baby buzzard she, from cartoons. She looked like Iago from uh, from, from uh, Aladdin. Yeah, she, she just like was a very parent. weird. She had like really squinty <laughs> eyes. She had squinty eyes, yet they didn't look like Asian. Does that make sense? Yeah. That, in a, in a non-racist non sure. No, not, I'm just doing a comparison. Right. Okay, y'all know no, me. They were beady little squ- Yeah. Just, they, were, they were Renee Zellweger eyes. Yeah. Squincy, but not Asian. With a huge nose, little <laughs> lips. Like this one was like, this child is only going to get attention for being ugly, and she's never going to be in pageants, so let me make her sick. I, th- th- <laughs> yeah. she, I mean, th- I think. Her she didn't look like a she didn't look like a third grader's first attempt at drawing a person. She did. I feel I feel <laughs> I feel bad for her because that's why we have to love extra hard on our ugly daughters. Yes. We really do. <laughs> because they wind up marrying men like this fucking guy Ryan that she married. Like I, I don't think people see the importance of you know that this world is horrible. You know that people are horrible. When you know that your kid came out looking like a baby gorilla, okay? With their their hairline meets their eyebrows. If my baby comes out looking like that, we're going straight to a European wax center and you're gonna get fucking wax. I'm not gonna have anyone making fun of my fucking kid, okay? My daughter Skylar, she has like Brookshield eyebrows from birth. That's a lot on a baby's face, okay? That's a lot on a little kid, okay? She used to have an unibrow. I got her waxed. I got her get her eyebrows shaped and everything when she was a little girl. She was not going to walk around and be that kid that everyone was making fun of because she was hairy. She couldn't help it, but as my as a mom, that was my job. You know what I mean? You have to help and you, like, Skylar's cute, thank God, because, ooh, ooh, it's not easy having an ugly girl. But you have to, like, when you have a fat daughter, you have to love on them extra. Okay. You got to give them all that fake confidence. You really do. Yeah, you kind of do. You I you mean, have to fake it till you make it because yeah. the world is cruel. Well, I mean, the world's bad enough for normal people. Y- I mean, just for yes. folk, it's bad enough. Yes, and I think that you are doing a disservice to your child by not helping them build a coat of armor exactly. for yeah, the world. I mean, true. I I, like I, it bothers me, and we're getting way off subject, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> when you have, I don't like unkempt looking children. Is that the right word? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Wait, what did you, on Pink Shade, I think you used the term unfinished. Like you said, the, the oh, house we is were unfinished and the kids were unfinished. Yeah. The, I don't like children <laughs> to go outside of the house without a full outfit, preferably, uh, you know, name brand. But even if it's not, you can get Skylar Ward, Tommy Hilfiger, Polo, Target, Justice, all of that. But just have all the parts. Yes. You have to have on shoes. If it is a shoe that goes with a sock, a little girl should have on ruffle socks. Shoes, hair done, bow, lip gloss, clear lip gloss. And then you leave the house. I don't believe in that. We're going to run to H-E-B. Yeah, you woke up. Just wear your pajamas. Don't worry about your hair being combed. The fuck you do need to worry about it. Do you go to work like that? No, you. this is a training course, okay? <laughs> <laughs> We're training for the real world here. Like, no, we don't do, and we've talked about this before, we don't do um, a diaper is clothing to leave the house. Oh, no. No, 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 no. My mom taught me, I mean, we, we talked about this recently. You need, a baby needs to have on shoes and things like that. Everybody so, needs to be fully clothed. Yes. Outside. Yeah. Yeah. In good looking clothes. <laughs> and cheap clothes can be good looking. Okay. So, anywho, good luck to Gypsy Rose and all that fat D that she's getting from her new husband. <laughs> I love this for you. All right. So, here we're talking about another fucking weirdo. We're going to talk about Natalia Grace. Okay. So if you have been a friend of the Libra Lounge for a while, you know that one of my favorite, 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 favorite movies is Orphan. Okay. Orphan is a film about a Russian um, orphan who is really not a child, but she's a grown adult who is also a murderess. Okay. I love that. That is the element of everything that is theatrically great to me. You've got an orphan, okay, from Russia, okay, who gets adopted, okay, watches the parents have sex, and you try to kill numerous people. No, you, you did kill numerous people, but we think you are a child, mm -hmm. okay? Then we find out that you're not a child. You're like 33. Yeah. Yeah. That is, I think, Orphan should have won, won an Oscar. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's just great. So, years after the fact, we hear about this story of Natalia Grace, who supposedly the movie Orphan was like very loosely, loosely based, based off on. of. Okay. So, we saw last year they had, uh, I, I forget what the documentary was called, but it was the curious case of Natalia Grace. Yeah. So this is the whole story. So I'm not going to do like a full recap. So we have this little girl. She's from the Ukraine. She comes to America and she's adopted by this family. They only keep her for a short period of time and then they put her back up for adoption. This is great. I love this. I love this. I love this. Like I would. Unwanted children. This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so, oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot to mention the fact that she severely has a really weird case of dwarfism. Mm -hmm. Like, not just little people Atlanta, little people LA, dwarfism. Not the fun kind. Not the fun kind. 
know. <laughs> like, you know, if you had to choose a form of dwarfism, you most definitely want to be like a Tara Jolie. Jolie, okay? You want to be that kind. She is, like, I'm describing. I'm not making fun of. I'm describing. So if you're sensitive, you should have left this show a long time ago. Trigger warning. So I'm going to describe... <laughs> How she is because this adds on to a lot of the story, okay? So she is a dwarf, so we know she's little. But then she has feet that look like, you know when like Asian women used to fit their feet into those shoe binder thingies? Yeah, they bind their feet. And it's lifted up kind of like, it was like the the bottom of the foot Instead of having an ankle, like the skin just attached to the calf. Yeah. Then that leg is interned okay. a little bit. Then the other one is like limp. Like it's it's not like well I get. And they look like one was shorter than the other. But two. then I don't think that it is. I think the other one foot is just so fucked up because there's no ankle. <laughs> that I I I I don't I'm not for sure that they're not. And we're still trying to describe. We're this, not making this is, fun of We're not yet. making fun of This is a full description. <laughs> this is a medical description. This is a medical description. Highly and technical. We don't know medical terms, so we just go by we just what... Their foot. We just go by what our Dickinson High School education gave us. <laughs> so the foot, then it's turned a little bit. It, she's pigeon-toed a little bit on both feet. Yeah. But I don't even... It's that one foot that gets me. She's like busted pigeon. It's so. just, yeah. Even when you look at it, you just say, "Damn, there's it, no ankle there." Yeah, I mean, she's she's got some some real some structural structural like really really bad issues. For sure. So then she's got like, to me, it almost was a humpback. She is a little kind of hunchy. yeah yeah she's okay. hunchy. So then she's got the dwarf arms, of course. Yep. And so you know how most little people have the fingers that and i'm only going to say this because i've heard little people say this and no i'm not a member of the lp community but i represent they have like the sausage fingers kind yeah. of like the vienna short, sausage yeah, fingers. short short, short thick short. fingers right hers are short long is that <laughs> <laughs> are they long to me they look like they were a little bit longer than like a regular little person's hands but not quite the length of a regular person's fingers right. but then they're flintstoned toed <laughs> they so, they go kind of square yeah i'm looking at a picture of them right there where she's she's basically holding her head in her hands and oh, she loves to do that that's one of her moves that's one of her moves <laughs> it's move. yes it's one it's, it's on so, brand for her so her thumb looks like it ought to but i see exactly what you mean where the fingers don't even look like they have knuckles yes that that is they what look, it is they don't look they don't have they good look like, knuckles it's like a toy hand mm -hmm. it looks like a yeah it looks like a a doll hand with no knuckles and then the thumb is really far away from the finger set yeah um so then but we're not making fun of no i'm describing I'm, I'm actually looking at the pictures that you're scrolling through through the frame oh, yeah. um but she's got a normal sized per person's head she doesn't have the acon head which what people think about a little person they think about a achondroplasia 
Right. I said that right. You did. You know why? Because I represent, represent for the LPs. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't have, she has a normal face, which some people with dwarfism have the smaller body, but they have a big the head. normal head. A big head. Yeah, or okay. Normal head, yeah. Okay. So we're still talking about a little girl. We're going to move on. So then she gets re-adopted by this pretty, I mean, we didn't know about them, but they're a pretty well-known family, well-to-do-off, and this is when all hell breaks out. Um, what we find out is that the mom, her intentions of adopting this kid was to make her like a protege because mm -hmm. they had this one son who he, to me, has some type of autism, who is a mathematical genius. They made a bunch of money off of him. He was in all kinds of magazines. He traveled the world because he was a mathematician. Mm, yeah. And she, the mom wrote a book about, you know, raising this great, wonderful kid uh, with no social skills. But yeah, this great, wonderful, will talk to you about every number and equa mathematical <laughs> equation, but can't talk about, you know, the kind of day that they had, all right? So kind of a Sheldon. Kind of, yeah. but Sheldon has way more personality no, than yeah. this kid did. And so she was like, oh, this brought me a lot of attention. So let me see if I can adopt this dwarf from the Ukraine. But that's what she is. Like, you're making it funny, and I'm just stating facts. She was a dwarf. Well, she was a dwarf. That's why her well, mom I, gave, gave her up in the Ukraine. They, they told her a birth mom to not even keep. They told her birth mom don't even look at her. I know. I, I'm... I'm Please continue. Don't don't okay. mind me snickering right. like a fucking child. Okay, so basically all hell breaks out in this household. The people don't believe that she is a child. They believe that she is an adult. Now why did they say that? So did, when we watched like, the, when we watched the curious case of Natalia mm -hmm. Grace, we don't fully understand why. They are convinced because she, I don't know, she starts trying to fucking kill their kids and kill them. So. Starts <laughs> seducing the husband. I mean, see, just... I'm, I'm going to look at this bitch like, you grown, grown, huh? You should know how to do that. Uh, Six-year-old murderer. So these are some of the accusations that the, the parents said that she did. She apparently stood over, which I don't know how she did that stood stand over, over anything, anything. <laughs> so maybe she had a stool yeah okay. we're gonna go with she had a stool she stood on a stool over the parents bed with a knife and when one of the parents woke up they're like what are you doing she's like, i'm gonna kill you guys okay that's one okay strike one strike one so the the parents have is it two or three boys i think it's three boys because i think two of the boys go and live with the mom and the other boy lives with the dad don't quote me on that but i think it's three boys so the boys have like these favorite toys that they would like. Like, let's just say, um, what do you call those little trucks, little cars? Oh, Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels. Okay. So when they would like, would be outside playing or anything, she will have, would have one of them hidden. And then let's say they're crossing the street. As they're crossing the street, she would throw, make sure the kid is looking and throw one of the Hot Wheels in the middle of the street. So the kid will run out and get hit by a car. Okay, that's two. Strike two. Then one day, the mom mm -hmm. claims that they were cleaning the kitchen. Natalia's like, oh, I want to help you clean the kitchen. And 
when the mom went to go grab something, Natalia put pine salt in her coffee. Okay. 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 So here's another reason. These sound like movies. Like it sounds like what someone would do after they watched a movie of how to poorly try and kill people. It gets better. Okay. So then they discovered that this six or seven year old has pubic hairs, like a full bush. Okay. Oh. Okay. Uh. Then the mom discovers that she has a period and she's been hiding like the period panties, like under her bed. Mm -hmm. God, that's just fucking the, the thought in her bed, in her closet and all these places. And she's just kind of odd. So the parents are like, we don't fucking want her anymore. This is what I think. We don't want her anymore. We look fucked up if we say we don't want this child who's already been adopted and given up once. It's going to make us look bad if we say, hey, we don't want her anymore. We don't now, want this dangerous potential blood hoarding killer. Yeah. So... <laughs> I'm, I'm skipping over lots of parts because we're not just going to dedicate this whole show to this. Okay. So for some odd reason, they are able to convince a court of law that she is 22 years old. Hmm. Okay. They give her her own apartment. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Like she was living on her own. Yeah. As a child. I mean, I, well, yeah. Okay. So you're still thinking in your head. I don't know. If she's a kid. I don't know. If she's an adult. But then you start hearing the people who live in the, it was almost like a small duplex, okay? Yeah. You start hearing some of the things that the neighbor, because neighbors say, because they are interviewed, and they were like, she wasn't like a child. She was like an adult. She would talk very sexual. She would flirt with men. We caught her trying to pull down the pants of one of the little boys that she played with. All these kind of things. And then at some point, she's committed to like, some psychological place there and they have her on the children's ward, but then they make her go to the adult ward because she's so adult like and sexual. They said when she went over to the adult side, she would flirt with the men like bend over in their faces, all these things that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. My seven year old didn't do that shit. No. So then you're kind of like, okay, what is going on? What is going on? Okay. So now we're going to fast forward to, Natalia speaks. So this is when she gets to tell her side of the story. I'm going to skip over the fact that the dad that adopted her is a total fucking maniac. He <laughs> cried and screamed and yelled so much. I'm like, oh my God, like what acting school did he go to? Because they really showed him how to cry on cue. I mean, he, they, that man knows how to get have a breakdown. So Natalia speaks. And I, I have to say this. They proved that she really was a child. Okay. But I'm going to still stick to the story. She's a pretty fucked up weird kid, okay? Yeah. She's actually, I want to say, 20 22 right now, right now, okay? This girl gives, like, bad, weird vibes. Even though, once again, we're supposed to feel sorry for her. I don't fucking feel sorry for her. She was crying, and she was putting those fingers up to her face. <laughs> there was no tears coming out of her eyes. Everything just seems so fake. And she seems like... She seemed like Esther from Orphan. Mm -hmm. She really does. So now she gets adopted as an adult by this white trash woman who's, of course, married to a black guy who's a bishop of his church. 
you get horrible vibes from them because they've adopted like 11 other kids. Mm -hmm. Black people, we don't like kids that much to be having 11 of them, (laughs) especially if they're not biologically ours. So we knew that was a farce right there. So they're highly religious and this, this, and that. They started a GoFundMe to be able to give Natalia this certain kind of Dan and a chip to Israel. Are we going to ignore the fact that this girl needs like 12 other fucking surgeries on her body? <laughs> now, she needs major surgery, okay? But they're more worried about the van I can get, but a trip to Israel? Y'all can praise the Lord right here where y'all are at in that shack that y'all are living in with 12 kids, including Natalia. Yeah, there's kind of a small war going on over there right Yeah. Now. So, you know, some of the things, so a lot of the stories that her stepdad told in the original she didn't completely deny some of those things, okay? okay? Um, some of the things she did, but a lot of them was like, mm, makes you kind of look at her sideways. So at the end of her documentary, the parents, the manses that she's with now, they call production. They're like, we're done with Natalia. That girl's tweaking. She's done a lot of weird stuff, but this one takes the cake. She stabbed her family in the back. She only cares about herself. Yeah, these are the fucking vibes that we got the whole three-day <laughs> special that we watched from this girl. So now she has picked up and moved from this family, okay? And I want to say she is in New York potentially living with one of these little people families that wanted to adopt her as well. Okay. All right. And, okay, okay, I don't know if I should just pass this up because I don't trust myself, (laughs) but I'm going to go ahead and say it. Judge me as you will. She has set up a GoFundMe for herself because she would like to buy a house and she wants to start her own photography career. Okay. I don't know about the photographers that y'all have had photo shoots with. (laughs) But the ones that I have seen with my two eyes, they be climbing shit to get the right shot. They be bending down to get the right shot. They will run with you as you're running because, you know, you're graduating from high school and you ran track. They will run with you to get that running shot. They will climb buildings. They will walk upstairs. If I want a portfolio of nothing but knees and crotches. That's who to call. That's, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like every angle is like looking up at me. I'm just like, girl. Get you a desk job with Amazon or something. <laughs> she, but, should, she should just get her OnlyFans and do that kind of photography. Because that's where she's going to make bank. That's how she get a house. Yeah. That's yeah. How she get a house. And I think in <laughs> 6.5 months, that's exactly what she's going to do. Because that photography career ain't going to kick off. And then she'll collab with Gypsy Rose. How can ah. you be a photographer? I'm going to just stop. Let's <laughs> just, we're going to move all the way on. <laughs> We are going to wish the best to Natalia. I will not be donating to your GoFundMe, but good luck with that. So something else that happened that has everybody talking is Cat Williams. Cat Williams said, fuck the entire 
<laughs> comedy industry <laughs> and everyone in it. Well, all the black ones that are in it. Okay, oh, yeah. we'll say yeah. that. Ah, he, he had a little something to say about Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> but he's not a comedian. Oh, yes, he, yeah. No, 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 no. So Cat Williams went on the Shay Shay Sharp, Shay Shay Show, <laughs> and was interviewed by Shannon Sharp, okay? That's a lot of shiz for you. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Uh, but if you're black, you know somebody named Shay Shay. You know a few Shay Shays in your life. <laughs> okay, so producer James is going to kind of, because he used for me a stand-up comedian professional thing, he's going to kind of take us through some of the, highs of this uh interview some of the highlights yeah. so um so he he nailed a few people so about kevin hart he said uh you know in 15 years in hollywood no one in hollywood has ever has a memory of a sold out kevin hart show like he was basically saying kevin hart you know already had his deals when he got to hollywood he, he wasn't some up-and-comer that all of a sudden you know, had one show and had a had a, a sitcom and had Soul Plane and all that. So he, he basically was calling him out for not talking about his entire upbringing on the East Coast because he was a he was a Boston comic or he was a, a East Coast comic for a long time before he ever went to Hollywood. OK, and I feel like Kevin Hart is so funny because he's so short. <laughs> and, you know, you like to see an angry little person. You like to, and short people, when they're angry, they're funny. Kind of like a little goblin getting angry at you, yeah. at you. You know what I mean? Okay, who was next on the hit list? Cedric the Entertainer Ooh. got fucking skewered. So Yeah, he his, so, literally. Yeah. Uh, basically, he got, you know, he said Cedric sitting over there, you know, uh, you know, be crying about why he's not a movie star. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically, Cat Williams started by calling him a walrus. Can't even get his arms off his stomach. Oh, but he, I mean, if you ever look at him, he's always got two hands on the belly. He, he really does. Yeah. And, and, and then he called him out for not being an actual comic. He said, you know, he starts singing, dancing, telling jokes that someone else wrote, wrote for him. Mm -hmm. He called out something very true. He said, you know, the guy's done four comedy specials. Not mm -hmm. a one of them are on YouTube or Tubi or anything. <laughs> he you didn't can't... have to say Tubi. Yeah, he, yeah he said Tubi. Because the worst of the worst goes <laughs> yeah, to Tubi. They're so bad, they're not available on Netflix or Tubi. So, um, talked about Kanye West a little he, bit. He, he, it was the Steve Harvey stuff that really... The Steve Harvey, yeah. So, he, Steve Harvey said, you, you can't be a movie star. He said there are 30,000 new scripts in Hollywood every year and not one of them asking for a country bumpkin black dude who can't talk good and looks like Mr. Potato Head. And that just can't be unseen because he be does unseen. look like fucking Mr. Potato Head. Between does. the mustache, the teeth, the bald head, the eyebrows. I mean, he fucking is Mr. Mr. Potato Head. He is absolutely Mr. Potato Head yeah. for sure. And and I mean, and the whole his whole point is, is this he's not a good actor. He shouldn't be a movie star. And then he said he was, uh, you know, stealing jokes and stealing stories from uh, Mark Curry, which if who you was don't, a comic back yeah, in the day, too. A, a pretty good one. And if you don't remember him by his name, he was uh, from the show Hanging with Mr. Cooper, who also, you know, Kat said he st stole the uh, Steve Harvey show mm -hmm. idea from Mark Curry. Because if you think about it, Mark Curry was a coach working with kids. Kind of it was the same thing as what Steve Harvey did on the Steve Harvey show. He was the music teacher. Notice neither one of them were like academic teachers. They were always the elective teachers. So, you know, I, I can see where he grabbed that concept from Mark Curry. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, and then he, he goes into some other, some other, uh, uh, comics, um, talked about phase on love. Ooh. Yeah. He's a, he said, I only put on, co uh, comics that are funnier than me. Anybody who told you differently was a fat phase on liar. Um, <laughs> he said, <laughs> he was calling him out. He's like, I got 12 Netflix specials. Guess how many phase on got zero. Why is he allowed to have conversations about real standups? Yeah, a lot of people don't even know Faze on Love. And Faze on Love... He's is, been around a while. He, he, yep, he has been. But no, he's had no comedy specials. He's, not, he's never had any starring roles. I mean, we know him from Friday. Mm -hmm. I know him from Blue Crush. And if you're a Blue Crush <laughs> fan like I am, you know he's in that movie. Um, he used to play on... It was a, a show that came on the WB. Yeah, There yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and I mean, he, he called out rogan a little bit um but then again rogan you know he said rogan won't put him on because you know he's too funny or rogan will have six comics that have never been funny uh you know not to put cat on but rogan answered back i love cat williams and i've heard him talk about cat williams he would love to have him on the show he just he just won't but my favorite is him talking about jonathan majors oh man kane yeah. the conqueror Mm -hmm. And what he said, I'm going to read it because it's fucking hilarious. Okay. He says, um, this is Cat Williams saying it. I didn't want to get with a white woman because I was scared she might have me running down the street like Jonathan Majors. <laughs> not because I don't like white women. I think white women are as great as any other woman, but I'm not going to act like I'm not scared of them. I have a reason to be scared. You could be Kane the Conqueror and they could still take your rabbit ass down in two weekends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's damn. True. Yeah, it's true. He spoke a lot of truth. Um, he really did. He did not fuck with Bernie Mac at all. He gave Bernie Mac his flowers, and Bernie Mac's daughter actually did like a TikTok saying, you know, she's heard a lot of people talk about her, her dad and how great he was, and she made emphasis on after he died, which I think was like a knock at some of the people that he may have done the Kings of Comedy with, yep. but that's just it my was. speculation. She said that when Kat talked about her dad, she, it was sincere, it was genuine, she kind of agreed with some of the things that she said, but she wasn't being rude or scandalous or anything like that, but she seemed to be on the side of Cat Williams. I tell you, I mean, all the years I've listened to Cat Williams, I've, I've watched all of his specials. I've, I've followed his career for a long time. I mean, he's a, he's a true ass comic in that yeah, he, he will, is. he will give people props when they're funny yeah. and he will destroy them if they're not. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even want to have a conversation with Cat Williams because he's going to make a joke about everything about you from head to toe. He's a funny mother. He's, he's, he's a funny, funny. He's naturally funny exactly. person. Yeah. And yeah. he will assassinate you. He's very he's with, good. Yeah. He is a really good comedian. Okay. When we get back from this break, we're going to talk about thousand pound sisters. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. Wanted to remind you guys to leave us a five-star review on Apple iTunes. I don't think you guys realize how important it is for you to leave a podcast reviews because when people look for, at us for sponsorship, they go and look at those reviews. So if you're liking it, let us know. If you don't like it, DM us. Do not leave that shit on Apple because no one needs to see that. Okay. Let's just D DM me and we can talk about it. All right. So yeah, please, oh. please tell us we suck. Don't tell everyone else. Yeah, they don't suck. need to they don't need to know that. Uh-uh. That's we gonna between make, you and me. Yeah, we're gonna make a constructive criticism. Okay. <laughs> also make sure to check me out on Pink Shade Podcast as we break down every episode of all the 
afters, the lo- the love after love. What is it? What are you doing? Life after love lockup after right lockup, now. Life after and soon, y'all um, do another show. We're gonna be doing starting this week on Thursdays. We'll be breaking down the new show on Lifetime Prison Brides. Prison Brides, yeah. Which that is not on the free forum. This is under. Um, this will be under the Pink Shade. Uh, I can't remember which one, but it's Prime. It, Pink Shade Prime. Okay, don't yeah. don't quote us on that, but it's at the ten dollar level. I know that. Right. Look at me, on the ten dollar. Look level. at you. Look at me. All right, so my girls are back, and they are fat, pretty <laughs> hot and tempting. Okay. P H A T. Yeah, we are talking about Amy and Tammy Slayton, and y'all. We saw something that we never thought we were going to see. Now, y'all know how I do recaps. I don't do a blow by blow by blow. I give you the things that stood out to me, and we discuss them. So Tammy finally got her fucking trach out, okay? Thank God. I, I hope they use, like, some of the skin removal fat to, like, close in that encavement from the trach <laughs> a little bit. I'm going to just recommend that to them. Just go and do that because, uh, yeah, that hole is not cute. And she leaves rehab after being in there for 14 months. Wow. Because, remember, she got her weight loss surgery, but she still needed the trach. Right. So she had to continue being at the rehab. And that's a fucking suck big time. Yeah, I'm sure. And so she's getting ready to leave rehab. Of course, she got married to Caleb. He's not going to be able to leave because... I, 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 I don't know what kind of inspiration Tammy has been to him. <laughs> I, I can't tell. I, I'm assuming from the beginning of this episode that he has lost some weight. Yeah. Not visually that we can see, but. I mean, he, he obviously had a long way to go. He, I mean, he, yeah. was, he wasn't making the same progress that Tammy was. Which, to be fair, we have gone through seasons of seeing Tammy fail. So. Yeah. We can't really talk that bad about uh, Caleb. So um, Chris picks her up, and she actually walks. I mean, it's more of a waddle. Waddled out of rehab. And she's got all the other fatties who are part of the morbidly obese fat camp. They're all in their wheelchairs cheering her on. Okay? And the cutest part was that her man wanted to be able to walk her out. But since he's not able to do that... He got his motorized wheelchair, put Tammy's in the back of his, and they just revved it up together so it could look like he was escorting her out. That was real cute. I mean, I guess if you can't You can't walk, walk, you you improvise. And he damn sure couldn't carry her over the threshold. That's just what you do. So she actually gets out of her wheelchair, and she walks. And she... Y'all, she gets in the van in the back seat. She sits. She in sits a seat. in the seat. She was so she's happy. not she, fucking cargo. No, and she's so happy. She goes, my damn dear. And I'm like, you go, Tim. Go, 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 Tammy. You go do that same That's thing everyone like else in the see. fucking world can do. Yeah, this was a big moment. <laughs> so, Amy. Um. So we're watching Tammy get to her happy place while Amy's life is just. It's crumbling in tears and <laughs> yeah. nothing but tears, lots and lots and lots of tears. Okay, so we see her and Michael with the two boys. They've got Glenn and Gage. Who I gotta say it, you know, I've seen a lot of bad kids, and I know two year olds are pretty fucking awful. But Gage is fucking bad. He needs half a Ritalin. He like <laughs> doesn't stop and take a fucking break. Like catch your breath. He's just constantly doing shit. All right. We knew some kids like that. 
But we're not talking about them. No, we're not. Some stuff needs to stay in the house. <laughs> that shit stays in the house. We're not televising it for the world to see and make fun of and talk about, okay? True. So we see Amy and Michael and their two kids are doing a photo shoot, which if I know my bad, my kid is bad as fuck, they're going to have to come to the house to take pictures of us. <laughs> we're not going to a photography studio. They probably should have gotten Italia Grace to actually be the photographer for this because they didn't get too many fucking shots. Okay. Those kids could relate to her. Maybe. I don't, I, I don't know. So we see, you know, Amy's trying to run around, catch gauge, do this and do that. And we just kind of might see Michael not doing kind much of, of anything. Yeah. yeah. Which I got to say, that is not what we're used to seeing Michael do. Yeah, the first time we see Michael, he is 180 degrees from every yeah. other Michael we've seen. Yeah, so it's it's kind of weird. And so she's kind of like telling us some of their woes that he just has not been helping out that much since she had the second baby. Right. My thing is, if you're not helping out that much with the first baby, we're not about to have a second baby. <laughs> this is where women tend to fuck up. Yeah, he didn't take care of our first kid, but I laid down and had five more. What the fuck? It ain't nothing wrong with him. Oh, this next one, he'll get it right. Yeah. Oh, oh wait, let's try again. So she's kind of complaining about, you know, Michael doesn't help out, how she's exhausted, blah, 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 blah. So Tammy comes home, and Amanda has, like, a house that she owns that she's going to rent it out to Tammy. And preferably, at some point, Tammy and Caleb, but it's Tammy for now. So Tammy goes there. She's, you know, they've got everything set up for her. And Tammy kind of wants to have like a welcome home party or yeah. whatever. Okay. So, um, and this is, some of this is completely out of order because I fucking did it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you which episode each one of these bullet points comes this from. This is just a general catch up. It is a general catch up <laughs> from the three episodes that we've all seen so far. Okay. Because so, we can't just do a weekly show. No, because I'm so fucking lazy. <laughs> I'm as lazy as that people at that morbidly obese fat camp that Tammy just got out of. <laughs> I probably could hang out with them because we are on the same fucking lazy level. Same activity okay? level. All we're going to do is talk about food. <laughs> and did you watch the latest episode of Thousand Pound Sisters? That's it. That would be great. That's a perfect, damn near perfect world for me right there. Okay, so... Tammy moves into the house and cause Tammy can't have a fucking moment because Amy has to have fucking breakdown after breakdown. And I'll tell you something. It is one thing to see a woman cry, but to see a caca woman cry it's just <laughs> on a different fucking level. So, you know, you've got all the siblings are at the house. You've got Chris, you've got Amanda, you've got Misty, you've got Tammy, you've got Amy. They're just all happy to be together. They're so happy that yeah. Tammy is finally yeah. out of rehab. And so they're joking around like we have watched them do season after season. Like they're like us. We make our, we show love through fucking making fun of a person. All oh, right. Yeah. Yes. So they're all talking. And then Amanda said, fucked up and said the wrong thing. She said, Amy had her good eye on Chris. And all hell broke loose. Oh, that was it. Amy storms out. She's crying. Why do you guys so mean to me? Why do you guys always got to make fun of me? I don't know. Because you have a fucking frog face and a cocked eye. That is reason enough for your <laughs> you siblings to make fun of you. How many times have you made fun of fucking Tammy for being fat and nasty? And her forehead. And, and her and fucking forehead. They you... all, that family picks at each other just like we do. Yeah. Now... Before you guys say that we're totally insensitive, it is obvious to us that Amy is dealing with some kind of depression, whether, whether it's 
postpartum depression, just depression, period. We, maybe there's abuse going on at home that we don't know about. But I also feel like if you had time to set up call times for filming, you could have also made a fucking therapy appointment <laughs> and got on something. Yep. But that's just, I mean, that's just what I would do. So um, we also found out that Amanda and Misty are, have been seeing Dr. Smith and they're planning on getting weight loss if they can fucking pass the nicotine test. I didn't even know you had to pass the nicotine test to get know weight either. loss surgery. Well, I guess we didn't smoke. It never came up. I, I guess they probably should have asked me that. for like a weed test or something <laughs> like that. I would have been still waiting on that surgery. All right. So this is, I like the fact that Tammy has hooked up Dr. Smith with Caleb. Cause I mean, she's really, she likes this guy a lot. He, yeah, he makes her happy. I think he's brought out, brought out the softer side of Tammy. I think he, I mean, it's a lot of soft sides. All soft sides. It's all pretty soft. <laughs> Sorry. But we get to see another side there you go. of emotional, Tam, a, emotional side of Tammy. Okay. Yeah. So uh Cable's like Cable's like, okay, I wanna go home. I I wanna be going home with my wife and this, 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 and that. But not he didn't want to go home that bad. Because when he finally gets the appointment with Dr. Smith, it's a virtual one, of course. He gets weighed and since Tammy has left rehab, he's gained 37 pounds. I mean, how do you think I would be if you had to leave me somewhere, like, and not knowing when I'd see you again? I know how I would feel if you had to leave me for a little while and I didn't know when I was going to see you. I'd be happy for a couple of weeks. <laughs> no, I said, <laughs> how would I be? What would I do? You think? I... you think I would eat my feelings and lots of cheesecake? I would hope not 40 pounds worth of it. I, I mean, I, I would maybe the freshman 15, but not, not the junior, not senior 37. 40. No, I didn't not know. The 40. And I will say this. If you guys ever pay attention to how Caleb is in the wheelchair, we're used to seeing people that are in, because, you know, we watched my 600 pound life. So we, excuse me, we've seen it all. He actually has to lean back. I've never in seen his that. chair. I've never seen. Yeah. Usually, that back fat props you more up. Yeah, but his belly fat is just pushing him back and down a little bit. I've never. I've seen never. Yeah. It's very, very interesting to see. So, Doctor Smith tells him, "Look, I can get you. We got to get you there. We can get you there. We got Tammy there. But I'm going to tell you that even if you do get the weight loss surgery, as bad as you are, you're still going to have to stay in rehab a little bit before you can get the trach out." Yeah. Yeah. So he tells Tammy that she's upset, but she still wants, she expects her husband to do, to do the right thing. Now I tell you something I ain't never seen in my whole fucking life. So since Michael, who we find, find out is no, doesn't work anymore. Yeah. You know, he's always worked on, I mean, Michael has been one of the background characters that we kind of, I mean, he looked dumb as fuck and like he only knew like five <laughs> words. And when he had to like write anything down, he wrote it in Crayolas. But he was one of the more likable ones because he was so super supportive of Amy and Tammy. And yeah, he was the quiet Tammy pusher. Yeah. And he did a lot with Amy and, yeah. you know, he seemed like an okay guy. He did. He he worked for, I want to say it was uh, the railroad. Something like that. He always had a job. Yeah. So well, now he we, was the breadwinner. Yeah, he was a breadwinner. That's how I, I, my bills are paid. <laughs> my bills paid. So we find out that he's not working. We know Amy doesn't work. But then Amy decides she wants to hire a nanny. Mm -hmm. 
how the fuck do two people who are not of the royal family live in a house and don't have jobs and yet they need a nanny? Disability. No, I'm not even talking about paying for it. Oh, it's the audacity. Oh, just having, just yeah. <laughs> thinking, thinking you deserve a nanny. Thinking you deserve and really need of a no. You two n motherfuckers need to get off y'all's lazy asses <laughs> and take care of this house and these kids. I mean, their house is not even big. No, it's not a big house. It's and and the kids aren't completely wild and out of control, or they don't. They seem to be healthy. One of them can need... barely crawl. He's yeah. not even at full crawling age. Yeah, so only one of them is really running around. And let's just go back. We saw the way they lived and how fucking disgusting they were when they lived in a duplex oh with all God. the roaches and the mouse droppings oh. and all the clutter, and how Amy would constantly walk around with dirty feet. They already they're dirty. Well, that's the thing. They already showed us that they are not good housekeepers, no. pretty lazy, and have no yeah. problem living in fucking filth. filth. It has nothing to do with the amount of children that they had. They were dirty when it was just the two of them. Yeah. But now it's because of the kids. Okay. Oh, yeah. So Amy is trying to shoot a video looking for a nanny in between cry breaks and then... <laughs> in between breakdowns. Yeah, and she, man, she's an ugly crier. Like, the, the snot gets to run in, and the tears and the snot kind of meet. And it's just, it's 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 bad. Um, I think her eyes get further apart when she cries. They do. <laughs> There's not a thunk about it. I, I didn't know how They did, but they do. So, at this point, everyone gets into a fight. She's arguing with Michael. She wants to go out with her sisters. Yeah, they want to go to Sam's. He's like, what are you doing? I, I was planning on enough to go to Sam's tonight to go shopping. We find out Michael does not like for Amy to do anything without him. Right. But on the flip side of that, she really fucking couldn't. The bitches have blind. He had to always be with her. Yeah. So Amanda gets upset. We find out that he's in charge of all the money, and the majority of the money in the bank is Amy's. She doesn't have her debit card. Look, I don't care if I'm blind in both eyes. Michael Halterman is not going to ever in this life, the next life, or the life after that, tell me what to fucking do. <laughs> Period. Somebody who looks like they peeped in kindergarten is not going to tell me how to fucking do money. I might not can't see the money, but I know how to manage the money. Okay? <laughs> but I know it's mine. I know it's mine, and I know how much is in there, okay? So they get into a fight. He doesn't want her. Oh, we also found out that he has told her she cannot go anywhere without having both the kids. Yeah. We, that, that's what that weird. Like, that statement right there put everything back in perspective. Like, when did like, he get like this? I, exactly. I don't, I don't know. know when. So she says in like her uh, interview that she doesn't know if it's that he can't handle both of the boys by himself, which is the case with I mean, a lot of men. Could be. Or she but... goes, she can't, he can't handle both the boys while he's trying to play his video game. Well. It's and judging by the size of his chin and his belly, it's the video game part. <laughs> so Amanda gets all fucking crying. That bitch is fucking big too. She's like five eleven, but her breasts are the size of like, who? What was it? Mini me? They're huge <laughs> and they're pointy. So yeah. her and Michael are going at it, and he's telling her to get out of the house, and she's like, "Make me." He knows there's no way that he can physically make her, so he just kind of <laughs> yells, "You get out of my house!" You, Amy has fucking gone to another room, sat down on the ground, cried. Tammy's stuck in her wheelchair. She doesn't want to know what to fucking do, so she calls the cops because he's refusing to even give Amy her debit card. Right. And he's like, well, you can leave, but I'm taking one of the kids with me. 
okay. To me, that sounds like okay. a plan. But no, Amy wants to take both the boys. So at this point, she's like, that's it. I want a divorce. We're going to separate for a little while. And the cops come. He gives her the debit card, and she leaves with her sisters and the kids. And she's packing the kids in the car. She's like, I love them. I really do. But I can't do this anymore. I was like, oh, all right. So now she's fucking moved in with Tammy. Tammy can't even knock her rocks off by herself before Amy's fucking living <laughs> with her. Okay. So uh, we skipped to like, I think two episodes and Missy and Amanda get their surgery. So this is like everyone in the family has had They've weight loss had surgery. Yep. And this will make the second weight loss surgery that Amanda has because everyone thinks that Amy was the first to get it, but it was actually Amanda. We just didn't really know about Amanda when we first started watching the show. Sorry for the sniff, you guys. My bad. So while Missy and Amanda are getting their surgery, Chris has to, of course, because I guess he's the fucking chauffeur for everyone. He <laughs> has like, to yeah. take, yeah. So like they're all worried because you got Tweedledee and Tweedled Tweedledum who can't fucking drive themselves anywhere. One can't see. One can't walk without a walker or a wheelchair. And they're going to be fucking on their own mm. with two kids. So we, it doesn't matter what scene we're in. Amy cries. Amy has cried. Amy has cried at her house. She has cried in the van. She has cried at two restaurants. She has cried on the side of the road. She has cried at a family gathering. She has cried at um at at church. She has cried at the beauty shop. She has cried while changing the child's diaper. She has cried the minimum of five times per episode. <laughs> Please get her some help. So while, you know, Chris is out over there seeing about the other girls, Tammy, which is fine, um, she says, you know, she wants her and Amy to go out to a restaurant. She's like, I've been wanting sushi. I mean, because white trash people don't eat sushi every day. So they've never fucking <laughs> had special. sushi. Yeah. So Amy's like, I don't know. I don't know. So they have, of course, they have, a, have, have to have a chauffeur. So I think they've got one of Amanda's boys who drives them to a sushi restaurant and as much weight as the both of them, as they both have lost, they still look like a sore thumb sticking out in a sushi, <laughs> in a sushi yeah. restaurant. So you got badass Gage running around the fucking restaurant. I'm like, when are you going to pop him on his butt? Uh, that kid needs to be he needs and a, rained all over. He, he, he needs something. And then, of course, Amy cries again. Where'd it go? I can't do it. I can't do it. Where'd it go? We're leaving. And Terry's like, God damn, I haven't even had a chance to fucking eat these quail eggs in this martini glass that we ordered. <laughs> so they wind up leaving and this, this, and that. So we've got Amy telling us this whole time, I want a divorce. I, I want a divorce. And so she finally goes to her attorney's office to get the divorce. And when she gets there, she gets the surprise of a lifetime that Michael has already filed for divorce. So she's walking on shot. I can't believe he filed for divorce. He's not going to fight for me. He's not going to fight for our family. He's not going to fight. Okay, bitch, did you want a trial separation or did you want a divorce? Because yeah. you don't get a file for a divorce to make a man prove to you that he wants you. Exactly. You want it because you are sick and tired of looking at his ass. <laughs> well, I mean, she threw out divorce. I mean, she, she said, she I want did. a divorce. She didn't just say. I want to take a break. We need to have some space. We need some counseling. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It was divorce. It was divorce. She was going to file yeah. for divorce. divorce. 
So we know now it was just kind of like her playing a game. It's like, oh, don't leave me. I'm pregnant. Mm -hmm. But I'm not really pregnant. But you come over, we fuck one good time, and now I'm pregnant. It was kind of one of those, like a, a cat and mouse chase or, or whatever. So, okay, this is pretty not it's funny, but it's not funny. So we all know, you know, the girls, they were on the cover of People Magazine. Were they on the cover of People Magazine? They were in People Magazine. They did okay, yeah. like an interview. They looked really, they looked as nice as Tammy and Amy can Good. look with a professional makeup artist, a professional hairstylist, a professional <laughs> photographer who's not Natalie, Natalia Grace, and Photoshopping. They looked as good <laughs> as they could possibly look for all those things. But I had to cheer a little bit. I'm like, look, look, look at the girls. And we all know that Amy's been dating some black guy because she couldn't wait to tell the world she was dating a black guy. And then on New Year's Day, <laughs> she goes on TikTok crying. And, you know, the caption says, I can't believe I got dumped on New Year's Eve. Happy New Year to me. And then she puts the guy's his log. What do you call it when on TikTok? What do you call it? Your name on there? Your handle. She she puts yeah. his handle on there. So people start, of course, going over to bash. Gosh, she goes, oh no, don't bash it. Well, why the fuck did you put the handle on there? It, yeah. it was the same as that thing of I want a divorce, but I don't want you to file for divorce. Right. Yeah, it was crazy. Mm. So that's a speed version of what's going on with the Slayton sisters. We want to tell you guys, thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting us. And we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.
It's the Libra Lounge. The Libra Lounge. Ooh.